Blog Talk Radio. Hey folks, how you doing? And welcome to our program. It's the Coast to Coast Show, the Ebony and Ivory Program. Here on Block Talk Radio, our number, 515-605-9888 to get in on the conversation. We welcome you to do so from around the world. Internationally, of course, dial one first, 515-605-9888. And uh, just to let you know, you can text us as well if you're on the website and also drop us an email at uh, Andy and Lloyd Show at gmail.com. You know, what we're going to do to start out, uh, well, first I want to introduce, we have uh, Amanda Love um, across the pond in the U.K. Hi, Amanda. How you doing? And we have uh, back in our studios on the East Coast, we have Cornell Butler chiming in and uh, as a producer of the show and uh, making sure everything goes smoothly on that end. Hey, how you doing? What we're going to do is start out the... Um, the show today was something I rarely do, and that is include something from the um, the fair and balanced uh, Trump News Network over there at Fox, and um, something we don't do too often because it truly is you know, the very pro-Trump, and we try to keep everything on a level playing field here and just talk about factual information, whether it's whoever, wherever the news might come from, we try to discuss and analyze and provide commentary on that news. So that being said, what we're going to do now is share with you a clip from Fox News, as they have also verified the report as presented by The Atlantic Magazine. Uh, these comments were first reported by Jeffrey Goldberg of The Atlantic Magazine and, of course, denied by Donald Trump himself as well as his press secretary. And the article uh, pertains to remarks that we spoke of yesterday on the show uh, that Donald Trump made on a trip to Paris commemorating the anniversary of the First World War in 2018. Let's uh, take a listen. The Atlantic magazine claiming President Trump called America's fallen service members suckers and losers. The president denying that report vehemently. Top Pentagon officials are weighing in. National security correspondent Jennifer Griffin has more on that. Jennifer. John, I've spoken with two senior U.S. officials who were on the trip to France who confirmed to me key details in the Atlantic article and the quotes attributed to the president. My source, a former Trump administration official, told me when the president spoke about the Vietnam War, he said it was a stupid war. Anyone who went was a sucker. The president would say about American veterans, what's in it for them? They don't make any money. The source said it was a character flaw of the president. He could not understand why someone would die for their country not worth it. When asked if the president could have driven to the Ain Marne Cemetery, this former official said confidently that there was not a security reason to not to drive to the cemetery, which was about 40 miles from Paris. Quote, the president drives a lot. The other world leaders drove to the cemeteries. He just didn't want to go. Regarding the president's July 4th military parade planning, during a planning session at the White House after seeing the Bastille Day Parade in 2017, President Trump said regarding the inclusion of wounded guys, quote, that's not a good look. Americans don't like that. Hmm, that's not a good look. Americans don't like that. Well, just within hours of the Atlantic Magazine article coming out, James Laporta, who is the Associated Press investigative reporter, also uh, confirmed completely those remarks that were made by President Trump. As did shortly thereafter, the Washington Post and 
and the New York Times. Interestingly enough, the White House also um, made public their plans to kill off the historic GI newspaper, Stars and Stripes. There's an incredible history to that paper. It goes way back to the Civil War. And the White House would like to kill that paper off for no apparent reason. That paper, and this is also confirmed by multiple sources, also did confirm that President Trump did refer to soldiers who lost their lives during the war as losers and suckers. We've heard this from several sources now. Furthermore, the president went on to say that he does not like to see soldiers with injuries or amputations in the parade because he also feels that Americans don't like to see that, and quote, unquote, it's not a good one. Trump reportedly also went on to say, uh, why would he want to go to Bella Wood, which is that battleground in World War One, where the American soldiers who lost their lives there were buried. Why would he want to go there? It's filled with losers and suckers. Hard to believe, isn't it? But this has now been confirmed by several sources. This isn't just a made-up story by a magazine. And the Atlantic Magazine folks did actually speak with very reliable sources who care to remain anonymous. But these are professional reporters who did their job, who didn't just make the story up and put it in a magazine. It's, it's been confirmed by several sources, including the Trump News Network themselves. And just when you think the story uh, can't get any worse, it in fact does... Um, the president on Memorial Day of 2017 stood at the grave of the son of General John Kelly who was killed in action at the age of 29. The president said to him, I don't get it. What's in it for them? It's not worth it. The president also, uh, this is from the Post, Washington Post, they reported that the president told the advisors that um, he doesn't understand why the U.S. government plays such an important role or important value in uh, finding uh, fallen soldiers, uh, graves, and returning of, uh, of soldiers from Vietnam. As a matter of fact, he's spoken um, several times about the soldiers who went to Vietnam, how they were too stupid to get out of it. If you recall, he got out of the draft out of going to Vietnam by claiming he had bone spurs. Okay. Absolutely true. Remember that story? We can talk about that further if you'd like to. I don't think we want to. And again, these stories are not made up, folks. They are confirmed by multiple papers, good reporting, several credible sources. And getting back to our original uh, quote from the Fox News Network uh, regarding um, the verification that Trump referred to uh, um, soldiers as losers and suckers and that he didn't like the exhibition of wounded soldiers in parades because uh, that did not provide a good look. We're going to move on with today's program, folks, uh, with Amanda. I'm Andy Kimball here. This is the Coast to Coast Show, the Ebony and Ivory program. We also have Cornell back in our studio. Maybe we'll get Lloyd to chime in if he's around later on. You call our studio, get involved in the conversation, let us know what you think. 515-605-9888. We'll be right back after this message. I'm Lloyd Booker, co-host of the Andy Kimball Lloyd Booker Show, Coast to Coast, Ebony and Ivory. And we live in perilous, highly stressful, inducing times in our country. Some of us have become addicted to and misused drugs prescribed to us by Big Pharma and our doctors. But I am here to give you a more healthier and non-addictive alternative. Visit Uncle Ike's. Five locations in Seattle, and you can also go online at ikes.com. There, 
They can supply all your medical THC and CBD needs and fill your prescriptions along with accessories. Ike also honors all discounts, including our first-line defensive individuals and also law enforcement and veterans. Serving those that serve us. Veterans Discount Supply at Uncle Ike's. Make sure you go to it. Oh, I got to get out of that newsroom, man. Got to get out of that newsroom. At Talk Uncle Ike's. That. Make you know sure you go to it. How we doing, uh-huh. guys? Amanda's here. Hey, hey, what's up, Andy? What's up, Amanda? Is Amanda here? She was here. Amanda? I she was. Hello? Hey, she I'm still up. here. Okay. Hey, I know. I think Amanda's showing up on the board. I don't know. Maybe she's on mute. I don't know. But she's showing up here all lit up here. Looking as good as ever, and um, I don't, I don't hear her. Anyway, so we were talking about, um, we were talking about the report that we mentioned on our show uh, yesterday. I think we touched on it Friday lately, but we didn't go into the Atlantic Magazine article by Jeff Goldberg because we, at the time, if you recall, we we said that we needed more verification on this end that that was that actually happened, that those words were said, that you yeah. know, uh, we want to get some other sources. And then uh, Trump News, or Fox News, um, themselves, and they are very, very, you know, most of you know already that, that, that Fox is a big proponent of, of Trump, and I think Sean Hannity dictates Trump's policies. Uh, here comes Amanda. I think she's back on. Let's check it out. Amanda, you with us? Amanda. Amanda. No. no, she dropped again. She dropped again. She's probably she comes, um. She comes and goes. She'll be back more. Yeah, she'll be back. So, keep going. so anyway, we did get that verified. That's what the we opened our show with, and because I wanted to provide further substantiation of that, because uh, you might hear Trump on his press conferences adamantly denying that he ever spoke those words, and and then he goes on to talk about how he supports the military and he's given the military the biggest budget he's, they've ever had. And, you, you know, on and on and I on. But, uh, call them suckers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. back guys. Sorry about that. I, I, my mic, I muted my mic while the clip was playing, you know, cause I didn't want to make any noise. And then I unmuted and there was nothing uh, to uh, try and refresh the link several times to try and get this thing to work. <laughs> You're with us now. That's all that matters. And considering yeah. that you're that you're about seven or eight thousand miles away from our Los Angeles <laughs> studios and about thirty four hundred miles away from our East Coast studios, we're glad thank that you. you're with us from anywhere. So thank, thank you, for, you for joining us today. So you and get a pass. <laughs> you get a pass. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> did, did you hear? Did, did you hear our new newsroom? Did you hear all the all, all our active uh, teletype machines giving us all the uh, all the news in the beginning of our show there? I really yeah. did. I was really impressed by that. Yeah. So was I. I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of people in the background. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah. Uh, as we played the beginning of uh, – uh, we, we had a little bit of uh, Kaylee McEnany's press conference um, 
on Friday, I think it was. I just want to reiterate just part of that because I thought it was very important. And what she said was uh, was definitely a news highlight. And at, when she said this, when it, you know how it concluded, broke my heart. So I only feel that we should play it again. Also, I want to address what is quite clearly fake news. The story. That has been debunked. This story. Totally false. <laughs> oh my gosh, Andy, she mm. have a she have such a beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you play one more time? It just gets yeah. to me. Yes, I Also, I want to address what is quite clearly fake news. The story. That has been debunked. This story. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure there's yeah. I'm sure there's a Mary out there somewhere though who does have a little lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. She may oh, have at one time. She may have had a lamb. Now I heard she's into things like sheep and you know goats and dogs maybe. I don't know. The little oh, lamb really? story's been the little lamb story's been totally debunked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she said it was fake news. And it's, uh, they've got 15 witnesses now that have never seen Mary with a little lamb, ever. Wow. Really? Okay, okay. That just mm-hmm. blows all my, my illusions apart. Listen, listen. Also, I want to rest what is quite clearly fake news. The story. Mary had a little lamb. Oh, That has been. <laughs> I think I'd rather hear Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So um, uh, I'm sitting here drinking a Kona beer. Oh, nice. On the show, nice. yeah. And I also had, uh, I just tried something new, which is a chicken salad sandwich, but not with just any normal chicken salad. The chicken mm-hmm. salad is made with Booker's barbecue sauce. That's right, Booker's barbecue Booker's sauce. Booker's barbecue sauce. Wait, I think. Yes, it's not. It's Booker's barbecue sauce. Not. It's never spicy. Only pricey. <laughs> I got that backwards. <laughs> I got that backwards. Wait, the agency, the advertising agency, is going to fire me. It's never, never pricey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's never pricey. It's always spicy. <laughs> you, 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 you. <laughs> I believe people like that. I'm waiting yeah, for my people pig like that to the show. Cool. I'm going to get my pig slip. I, I just got an email, Andy. The guy just said, yo, he's not sending another check to you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. You know, yes, yes, I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It, it ain't it ain't easy, you know. I'll tell you. The uh, moving with some further news. We I tried to get this clip on um, on I don't know Thursday's show or Friday's show. It's sitting here blinking at me, saying we're going to load this or what? Um, and what it involves is, you know, there's been a, an incredible 
economic crisis in the country, and and, and, I'm, and I will say, let me let me look at the other side of the economic crisis that are, you know, we had um, an unemployment rate of 13 and 10.2, now it's down to 8.4, and continually improves. Uh, a lot of jobs have been lost. Some jobs are are, you know, people aren't coming back to the jobs they had. Uh, there is a little bit of a job creation, not a lot, but it is happening. Most of what we're seeing is people who were employed going back to their previous employer, and that's where those numbers are coming down a little bit. But we're going to hear now financial analysts uh, talking about the economic woes um, that we're looking at and how how this might pan out. I might say also, leading into this, that you know it's you know we could knock. You know Donald Trump, and you know, it's horrible, and this economy is horrible, and the unemployment is horrible. But we we are in a pandemic. You know, I mean, things were were not horrible yeah. before it. It wasn't yeah. totally horrible. There was a lot of you know a- anti-Trump activity and his character and this and that before that, obviously. And this, you know, having no national plan out of the gate, um, you know, and him saying repeatedly that this virus is going to somehow magically disappear, quote unquote. Uh, many times, and having the uh, the infection rate go from you know uh, 1.6 million to 3.8 million between Memorial Day and and Labor Day is no sign hmm. of this thing ending. And then they're talking about a, a second wave. You know, a sec- you know, this is like, folks, there is no first or second wave. Imagine this for a second. I want you to visualize a wild forest fire, just burning out of control, consuming thousands and thousands of acres. And when they put out forest fires, they do so uh, using terminology of containment. And what percent of the fire is contained? You know, they'll start with two or three, five percent, 20 percent. And it can take a long time before they get it down to a manageable, uh, you know, ashes, so to speak, what they have to, burning embers that they put out. It takes a long time. The bigger the fire, obviously, and right now in California, we have several burning wildfires that are just horrendous. This virus, in terms of visual, is a wildfire. There is no first or second wave. When a forest fire burns, you know, well, here's the first wave of the forest fire. Can't wait for the second wave. There ain't no second wave. There is a forest fire, and it burns rapidly, totally out of control, consuming tens of thousands of acres uh, imagine the forest fire being a virus killing hundreds of thousands of people. Yes. That's, yeah. that's what this is. And we never, unlike other countries, and we've talked about this on the show previously, we've never had a national plan out of the gate. All we had is a supposed leader who said it's going to magically disappear. We have it under control. There's only 15 cases. We got this thing. Uh, about, you can uh, inject, uh, you know, something to the extent of uh, uh, expose your body to ultraviolet light, inject bleach, and things like that. That he that he spoke really? along the way. Then he have to check with his physicians. I mean, all, all due respect to him, he said, "Well, I'll check that out with my doctors." But the fact that he said it is is what is is amazed amazed everybody. Um, but he did say, and I got it in all due fairness and respect to Donald Trump, he said, uh, "You know, we'll talk to our our physicians and experts about it." But how about uh, injecting bleach? Okay, that that sounds like a terrific idea, Donald. Just anyway, uh, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Um, uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) That has been such an issue um, that has, you know, which was the foundation of the economic woes that we're about to 
here and talk about it a little bit. Let's take a listen. Terrible. So, you know, like 79% is not, that's not a good grade. Uh, so if we stall out before even getting back to where we were, that would be a huge problem. I think the first thing is, as I always say, the virus is the boss. And if we cannot get control of the virus, we will not be able to get back to 100% of, of what we were, not even close. If you look around the world, it is in the countries where they've gotten control of the spread of the virus that their economies are rebounding. So we have to do that. The speed bumps I'm nervous about, and I hope that this ADP number this morning is not indicative of what's about to happen, but, but I have some concerns. The speed bumps are, number one, you've got all the states and most of the cities of the country in desperate situations. They have balanced budget requirements. We're having a massive downturn. They're going to have to lay off literally millions of workers and raise taxes in the face of the downturn. That will make the downturn worse and, and prevent some of the comeback. Number two, the PPP money and a lot of the extensions for small business are now run out. And you add on top of that the relief from the unemployment insurance and some of the other forms of relief, and Washington cannot agree on an, on an assistance package you could see millions more workers get thrown onto the unemployment rolls as those companies go under, liquidate, go bankrupt, and, and shut down. So I think that combination of three potential speed bumps ought to be sobering. I cannot for the life of me understand why the Republicans in Congress are not more motivated to try to get the, the extensions going. It doesn't make sense to me. I'll tell you why. So people I know are why exactly. happy with their 401ks and with the socks that they have, and, and that's a tremendous achievement. I also want to provide an update on left-wing political violence that we're seeing in Democrat-run cities. Under my administration, federal law enforcement is working with state and local authorities all over the country to comb through hours of video, track down rioters, looters, and arsonists, and bring them to justice. We've just come up with... Yes, I think that's what we're seeing a lot of across the country and around the world, uh, especially with his uh, with the military comments that he had made uh, previously that we're starting to hear about now. But anyway, um, so yeah, I think we're we're in for um, quite a battle looking ahead between jobs, the stock market, the yeah. economy, money. Somehow, the money that we put into the economy, the money that that's been used to loaning the loans that have made to small businesses to help them stay afloat and help them make their payrolls during the past couple of months. That money uh, stated has run out. But where's that money come from? Anybody ever ask, like, where, where do, when, when the government gives every United States citizen practically between twelve and $2,400 and you have 330 million people in the United States, where does that money come from? I would think the taxpayers' money. That's what I would think. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the most obvious answer. I would choose so, too. Sure. So somehow, somehow, we have to get this money back to some kind of equilibrium. We mm. got to have some kind of balance. You know, we've been running in a deficit for so long since 
Bill Clinton was the last president that, that during his administration was actually projected to show a surplus. Flipped around the other way. We had more money okay. than we were spending. And it hasn't been since Bill Clinton that, that that's occurred. Which was right. one of the reasons. When, when Hillary was running, you know, yeah, when, when Hillary was running, and you know, I was, a, I, you know, I, I'm, you know, put my cards on the table. I'm, I'm not a big Hillary fan. There's, you know, I'm not, not this, oh my God, Hillary Clinton's running for president. But what I liked was that Bill was going to get back to the White House. And when, when Bill Clinton was president, I was doing really well. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So I'm like, Bill, get back in there, man. Get back in that White House. Yeah. <laughs> And he was able to reach across the aisle. He was able to make things happen. You know, he had Newt Gingrich, who was a Republican leader at the time. Um, you know, they made things happen. They made things happen together. And, and if you don't reach, yeah. you know, right now we the, the Democrats, the Republicans are in such stalemate. Nothing's happening. We're, we're and you have a president that that can't lead, that has no plan, no vision, no vision for a next term. And there's violence happening all in chaos across America in all the major cities that that uh, yeah. that. That Trump has an issue with because he claims they're all Democrat run, and that's why we're having issues with them. Um, and, and so, right, I've never seen America like this in my life. It's just <laughs> me. I don't think we you know? any of us seen it like this. <laughs> no, not even watching from afar. <laughs> yeah, you know, our, our audience doesn't even like America. You know, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. So what's going on, Amanda? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, there's big stuff with the coronavirus, darling. From the uh, 14th of September in England, social gatherings above six people will be illegal. Um, yeah, the legal limit will ban groups meeting socially indoors and outdoors. However, this does not apply to schools and workplaces and uh, COVID secure weddings and funerals and um, organized team sports. So um, it's because of the growing and rapid rate um that is happening with the covid right now and you know i feel that lockdown could be on my doorstep again sooner than we think hmm. um if it isn't put under the control and um you know our, our government today has issued a apology because of the shortage of tests um that's been available to the public and they mainly put that down to um, not the, the testing facilities that you could go to, but the laboratories being overrun with all these tests. They're processing like over a million tests a week and they're struggling to keep up with it all. Yeah. So they're trying to open additional labs and get um, additional equipment, which will test DNA within 90 minutes, as opposed to the swab test, which they call LAMPOR, which can take up to like 24 hours to detect the virus. But unfortunately, there's been so many people that have needed these tests and they've had to travel anything like 75 miles to 450 oh miles to go and get a test. Well, so, you know, they've been pulling back on the test kits so that they can give them to the areas where COVID is the most thriving and uh, unfortunately that means everybody else is, is suffering because of it. So, you know... There's a lot of pressure on Boris Johnson to get his act together um, and pull on those reins and, and try and get something sorted. But it makes me wonder, with the whole uh, vaccine on the horizon, mm-hmm. whether it's being taken seriously now because of that, you know? Is he well-liked, Boris Johnson? Is he well-liked there? 
I think there's mixed opinions. I think there's a lot of people who think he's been doing a great job, especially with getting Brexit done mm-hmm. um, and seeing that through when everybody else couldn't or didn't mm-hmm. want to. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of the education uh, side of things with the scandal with that, I think they lost faith within mm-hmm. there. And this whole coronavirus thing, yeah, I think he, he's not, you know, favored so, very well at the moment. Amanda, I want to ask you a question. Is everything locked down over the UK? Not everything, no, no. Okay. Um, but th- there are a lot more places um, having to take lockdown seriously again now. So um, places in Scotland and some places in England as well are going into lockdown. Um, they haven't been strict lockdown like we had to start with, where nobody was allowed to go out. But I can see it heading that way again simply because of this huge spike in cases we've had over a very short period of time. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, um, it's something, you, you guys don't, you have, uh, we have football here, you, which you, you have football is soccer. soccer. Yeah, we have soccer, yeah. Right, and that's what it's, you call it football there, am I right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, we have, our NFL season uh, kicks off on, um, on Sunday, actually, and you know, there's a lot of questions. You know, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, who are my favorite, next to the Eagles. Uh, can they be the first team to repeat a Super Bowl champion since the 2003 and what was it, 2003 and 2004? Yes, Patriots. Mm-hmm. Remember that team? Does Tom yeah. Brady, former Patriot quarterback, have enough left? And I'm trying to uh, talk like a sportscaster. Does Tom <laughs> Brady have, have enough left in the tank? <clears throat> it's a tank. <clears throat> oh, good thing. Here we go. Does Tom Brady have enough left in the tank? To turn Tampa Bay into contenders. Um, we talking about basketball is over. I, I tell you guys, uh, I lived in a building one time when my when my kids were little. Or my, I don't even know if I had my second one yet. My first daughter, who's uh, you know three or four, and I lived in a high rise, right, a penthouse apartment, nice penthouse. I don't even know why I moved. Beautiful custom built three bedroom penthouse in this high rise. And, and some seven, Philadelphia seventy sixers lived there some of the you know pre- prime players the major stars that's not why i moved there but they happened to live there so i remember one time getting the elevator with my daughter who was two or three and looked up at like a seven foot 76 er and said you're really tall <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, i had an issue i tried to play basketball i did let's let just be known i tried to play basketball and in and they you know again i had no respect in it at all uh they didn't like no, me but i was too right. short None. But I went and I tried to fix the problem. What I did was, uh, you know, they just said I was too short. Again, he couldn't make it in basketball, but I, I tried to fix the problem. So I went down the street there to a local tattoo artist, and I had a full body tattoo made right on me, except taller. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. <laughs> that was a good one. So, that was a good one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what I mean? But, no so, respect. <laughs> Got to put them in a chokehold. <laughs> What's that uh, that that rap song? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. I think he's from the West Coast, too. What's his name? Um, Skeezo or Sleazy? Something like that. I don't Sleazy? know. Sleazy? Sleazy? Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Sleazo? I wish I... Sleazo? Oh, guy, man. He was a rapper back in the days that had... <laughs> Popeye. <laughs> Popeye. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they uh, put him Popeye. in a chokehold and stretched his neck, you know, just to make him a little bit taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's all. That works, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that works. That works. So, so well, Cornell, you grab Andy's legs, and, you know, I'll grab Andy's <laughs> neck, and we can stretch him out a little. <laughs> of course, we can do that. But make sure you have um, his socks on, please. Okay. And oh, it's a disaster. And he's not wearing a mankini. Oh, please oh, don't. I'm looking to get one of the bright red one, guys. So I'm about to pull the trigger on that. Oh, That's my God. That's going to be a big picture for the part of our website. <laughs> I was going to do something. I was, you know what I was going to do? I was thinking about this yesterday when I was having my uh, my, my, not my Corona beer. Excuse me, my, my Kona beer. I was thinking about this during my Kona beer last night. I said to myself, how about if I got on the show? And I said, if Donald Trump wins the election, which he might, I will get the bright red Mangini and walk down Venice Beach Boulevard. <laughs> no, no, Andy, better yet. I want you to go to Malibu and do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there won't be any people. You know, Venice, Venice Beach, you know. Oh, the, my God. So, that's that's uh, probably I, I, normal I, I, out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I, was gonna say, I said to myself, should I go on the air and say, okay, if Trump wins, I will wear a mankini. I'll have a photographer there or a video, whatever, <laughs> and I will walk two blocks down Venice Boulevard in this mankini if Trump wins. I was going to do it if if Biden won, but I think that's he might he just might win. So I I, <laughs> I might be the, I might be the sucker and the loser there. So you're wimping out on that one. I can't blame you. <laughs> yeah. So I said oh, Trump. Right. Now I'm not making that official yet, uh, but I'll, I'll say I'm not making it official not yet. Not yet. I'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to that next show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah. So, yeah, so wow. I thought about with the uh, yeah, you might you might get some public oh. pressure with that one. <laughs> I've got another headline here: the sponge population in the ocean. Would the with question, Amanda? Would the ocean be deeper if sponges didn't live there? <laughs> I, I, you know what, Andy? I would think they. Would, I think it would. <laughs> I think they would. I really think anyway. they would. Moving right along, the head, we cover hey, all. Hey, the Andy, did you read up on that? <laughs> I'm reading up on it. Reading up on it. Oh my. Can you eat a sponge? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think I the sea level would I be less? Do you think the sea level would be less if there were if, no if there were a few sponges? If there were fewer <laughs> sponges. If you were we got to look into that on the Coast to Coast show. Yeah, we yeah, got to look talk into about, that, really. We talk about the most important things that are to talk about in today's headlines, obviously, on this program, things we care about the most. The existence okay. of the ocean, uh, the height of the ocean. <laughs> if <laughs> Hey, on the bottom of the ocean, the algaes, I wonder if you can eat those. Mm. The what? The algaes or something like that, the, on the bottom of the ocean, I wonder if you can eat those, or they, for human beings to eat. Or just fish. Mm. Uh, well, I, I think it's something we need to look into in our program. I think we'll have our, our investigative reporters uh, come back to us with some information on that. We'll, 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 Definitely. We'll, we'll that. Have you heard about Loch Ness? The Loch Ness monster? Yeah. I've got some of my hair. Of course. Locks. 
<laughs> I live next door to him. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're about the locks in your hair? What's that? <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster in the... In my hair? Yeah. Oh, no, geez. no. Oh. <laughs> if you got one in your hair, Andy. I'd be rather impressed, Andy. <laughs> That's when Andy going to become a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The uh, breaking news, this just came in, this just came in, folks, we should get this right away, it just came in just now, Uh, literally breaking news, this minute, Uh, Justice Department wants to defend Trump in an E. Jean Carroll defamation lawsuit, the story is the U.S. Justice Department, in an extraordinary move on Tuesday, asked to take over the defense of President Donald Trump, in other words, he's asking the taxpayers to defend the President of the United States in a defamation lawsuit filed against him by E. Jean Carroll, a woman who accused him of sexual assault. While the alleged sexual assault occurred long before Trump became president, the Justice Department argued that it must take over because Trump's comments spurring the defamation lawsuit came while he was in office. So why does the Justice Department – other presidents have been sued for different things. That's a private matter. Why do the taxpayers have to pay for his defense? What? This is getting ridiculous. This is getting absolutely I'm, – I'm just reading this hot off the press. It's coming in right now. Uh, wow. Carol, an, an, an advice columnist for years, wrote for LE Magazine, alleged in a lawsuit filed – I'm reading this, folks – alleged in a lawsuit filed last fall – I can't believe I can read this. Anyway, uh, that Trump sexually, <laughs> <laughs> that Trump sexually assaulted her in a dressing room at a luxury Manhattan department, a department store. Come on, just say it was a Macy's. I want to know which store. I want to know. I want to know which store. Probably um, Fifth Avenue. Oh, no, here it is. Ber- Bergdorf Goodman. That's a high-end store, man. That's, beyond, that's over yeah. my pay grade. In the 1990s, Trump has denied the allegation, calling it totally false, and saying he never met this person in my life. Uh, where have we heard of that before? Um, yes. All the, the request. Time. The request and possible change of lawyers could further delay in the lawsuit or even kill it entirely. Should the Justice Department be allowed to take it over, it could mean the end of Carroll's lawsuit, as the federal government can't be sued for defamation. This is unbelievable. I, I you know, I'm reading this. You know, I'm hearing this for the first time as you are. I, I, I'm, I'm, what, you know, he, I, I, I no, hey, Andy's got no words. Do you believe it? <laughs> Musa. <laughs> We'll be back after this message. Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like don't forget hang time with your ohana. Don't forget to step outside every now and then. And don't forget the big wave golden ale. So maybe you make a to-don't list today, yeah? Put it on your to-do list. Good one, brother. One life, right? Mob, Longboard Island Lager, and Big Wave Golden Ale from Kona Brewing. Anyway. Oh, man, that sounds great, man. It makes me want to get get me some beer like that. I literally felt like I was on the beach under a palm tree. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there right with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You go. Uh, another news. Um, moving right along, uh, a singer gave birth uh, in a bathroom again. Um, again? Yeah, evidently. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> I thought she was gonna bring back the well. <laughs> I'm like, really? How far did they go this time? No. 
this is the they got to stop making a habit of this. Uh, uh, Tiana Taylor, it's her second child born in their bathroom without an assistance of a hospital. They, they're making a habit of it, I guess. They're trying to create, I don't know, a new thing to do. Uh, the singer and basketball player made headlines in 2015 when their first daughter, Eman Taylor Super Jr., who called they called Junie, made a surprise entrance into the world in the couple's home bathroom. And uh, now she had a second one in the bathroom. What the heck? Anyway, this is the headline news. These are the things we talk oh, about here in America. Right. I don't know about you, Amanda, there in the UK, yeah. but this is really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're, we're we're much different, darling. In all fairness. Oh my God. I'm gonna start. What is tra- what's the name of the show? Trapped, trapped in the bathroom. I mean, did, did she just time it right? Just think. Oh, I'm just gonna go into the bathroom and just give birth here. I did it the first time. Why not? Well, evidently, evidently, um, yeah. a U.S. candy maker is giving away candy factory in a nationwide treasure hunt. I. Oh, yes. that in the headlines. A candy maker has launched a nationwide treasure hunt sending sugar mavens to a frenzy. They'll need to pay to play for the ultimate prize, one of its candy factories. The entire factory, actually, they're going out of business anyway. They need to unload the real estate. Oh. Yeah. So, so <laughs> instead of Willy Wonka, uh, get David Klein, one of the original inventors of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, who since left the company. So he has no jurisdiction in the company. He left the company. Therefore, he says he's going to give away one of the factories when he's not even there anymore. And the guy, whoever wins, goes to claim the factory. Let him deal with it. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he lo- he's about to lose it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> On other news, in other news, Kathy Lee Gifford's son got married. Okay. In other news uh, – the flying car has successfully tested in Japan. A Japanese company has announced the successful, the successful launch and a test of a manned flying car after conducting a public demonstration on August 25th. Now, what they're looking at doing is having police uh, ride around these flying cars. So if they see you like a couple blocks down and they're a couple blocks behind you, they can just kind of prop their wings and their propeller and go up like the Jetsons and just go you know, fly above all the cars and land and pull you over. You know, I was kind of expecting some sort of punchline with a I child really... sat there throwing a toy car or something across the room. No, this is real. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my that really, God. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, the boy who cried wolf. That's me. They say, Andy, is this real or are you making this up? <laughs> hey, Andy, can you te- yes. can your Tesla do, do that? <laughs> Tesla? <laughs> Oh, oh man, I've been driving. This car has been amazing. This, it's been amazing. I drove to Malibu and back. Oh, it drove me. Supposedly, you're not supposed to say it, it, it drives by itself. It's supposed to be driver assist, but it really does drive by itself. It navigates on the highways all by itself. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it changes. I'm, really, I'm really looking into one of those myself, man. But you guys come out to LA. I'll take you for a spin. It, it is really, oh, truly definitely. amazing. Car. But speaking of Tesla, you speak, it'll be great. It'll be great to have you guys here and uh, do the show all live from our LA offices here. Um, the um, But speaking of Tesla, they have had their worst – Day ever in uh, in shares. Tesla was just, you know, doing incredibly well. If if you bought Tesla a year ago, you would be able to, you know, you would be able to buy all the Tesla cars you want right now. That's that's how much they've uh, just grown. But yeah. they're, they're yeah, the second largest performing U.S. Uh, car manufacturers right now, and they suffered its worst trading day since it went public about ten years ago. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Twenty one percent of their value in one day. Mm. 21%. So uh, what what caused that drop? Yeah, it it probably me. 
They said Andy bought one. Oh, that that was the doomsday. You know, Andy bought one of these things. I'm on mine. Everybody sold. They saw me coming. Everybody ran and sold. Like you said, the stock went down the same day, right? <laughs> you remember, you know that movie Godzilla, the Japanese, uh, the monster, the greatest monster I've ever seen. And everybody runs the Godzilla movie. That's what they when they saw me coming, buying it. It was so crazy. Godzilla was only four feet tall. <laughs> but he, looked, but he, got that, he got that full body tattoo that was eight feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, we're gonna. This is our bonus show here on. Uh, what do you know? It's a Tuesday, September eighth. Uh, I was gonna say twenty eighth. You know, uh, don't push it, right? So yeah. we're going to wrap up here in just a few minutes. I want to thank Amanda. I want to thank uh, Cornell. This is the Coast to Coast Show, the Ebony and Ivory program. We'll be back with our full team tomorrow at 5 o'clock Pacific time. And I want to thank everybody for chiming in. And thank you so much for your news and info, Amanda. And thank you for joining in and running things, Cornell. And we'll see you uh, tomorrow, folks. Take care now. It's been a Take pleasure. Care, bye. Being with